Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head podcast. I am your host, Adam Lee. Thank you all for being here. Uh, huge shocker, I'm super excited once again to be talking to you and bringing an interview with a guest. Uh, that guest is photographer Ty Holton. He's an ultra photographer and all-around good guy, the kind of guy that spends 27 hours in the rain at Squamish 50 taking photos of us while we run around like lunatics, and he lugs around about 40 pounds of gear while he does that. So we had a really fun chat, and I'm really excited to bring that to you. Uh, it's just it's just kind of fun to get some insight into what it's like behind the lens. I know I love my race day photos. So to chat with the photographer and kind of hear the process from their perspective was a lot of fun. And I'm really excited to bring you that. So we'll get to that in a few seconds here. But first, just bringing you up, up to date on the newsletter. I know there hasn't been a lot going on writing-wise. Uh, and that's mainly just because I've had access to some guests. So the podcast has kind of taken priority. Won't always be like that. But that's what we've been doing now. And I'm kind of having fun with that. So it's been nice to interview people and chat and uh, kind of dust off some old skills. It's been a while since I've done that. So I'm really enjoying it. But uh, next month, I'll have a couple of written things coming out for you. Uh, and next week, I'm actually going to have another podcast. So certainly more material coming. It might be a little of this and a little of that, but I'm excited for it regardless. Um, of course, next month I'm going to be writing the What Trail Running Means to Us article. That's the one I've been getting people to submit what trail running means to them. Um, all for the month of February. I've gotten a bunch of responses. I think I'm up to nine countries now that people have submitted from. So I'm super excited to kind of put that together. I've got an idea already uh, how I'm going to accomplish it, but I'm hoping it goes on to the uh, onto the paper, so to speak, as easily as I think it's going to. It's going to be a lot of fun anyway. I'm super excited for the challenge. Thank you all for submitting really great submissions, some great photos. It makes me so happy to be a trail runner and to read your stories. So thank you. Um, and I've also got one more thing coming out, like I was talking about, that's written. It's going to be in Trail Runner magazine, and I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, I've never had anything published in a magazine. Allegedly, anyway, it's going to be there. We'll see. I'm waiting for the the copy to show up. Once the copy shows up and I can see it in there, I will publish that and share it with everyone because I'm very, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it. How could I not be? It's pretty cool to be in there. And the article itself is from the exposure section, just asking basically what trail running meant to people and what we have to do uh, to protect what we enjoy so much. So look out for that coming uh, in the month of March as well. But today, as mentioned, is all about Ty Holton. I had a great time with this interview. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. So let's get to that now. Today's guest is photographer Ty Holton. Ty has an associate's degree in human kinetics and a bachelor's degree in kinesiology and exercise science. He's taken photos for companies like Mech, Lululemon, and Red Bull, and he takes some pretty awesome ultra photos working with Coast Mountain Trail Running. That's where I met him. Ty, thank you for taking the time today. Adam, great to be here. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. I did a little bit of reading on you, of course, and I, I know you've been taking shots since you were nine years old, which isn't necessarily uncommon in the digital age, but you knew then it was a passion. Here you are as an adult, still doing it professionally. I know I have my reasons for running ultras. What made you want to shoot them? 
It's funny. I, uh, I got into ultra shooting kind of by, by chance. Um, I've always been a road runner, not much of a trail runner uh, over the last couple of years. I have kind of transitioned to trail running, uh, but living in Vancouver, there's so many roads. The seawall is just a go-to for, for just really pounding some pavement and getting some uh, fast times. Absolutely. Uh, but I was actually, I was actually recommended to shoot Coast Mountain through a different photographer, uh, Chris Thorne. So he asked me to shoot Bucking Hell, which is one of the Ghost Mountain Trail series races. And I was like, oh, an ultra, that sounds interesting. Might as well give it a try. So jumped on course and fell in love. Being able to hike and capture people kind of in nature while they're trying to crush their, maybe their, maybe their first ultra marathon or they're just cruising their 10th, 15th. Um, it's just a really unique opportunity to, to get outside and really see where people like thrive and have the best time i've uh, i've come across ty on the course and i can tell you he's always got a great big smile too it's always it's always a positive moment with you so i can we can tell that you're happy out there too oh i'm having the best time i don't know i think adam you have the best time out there as well i see you with a bigger smile on your face every time you pass me so <laughs> it's always fun i have to know um i mean obviously you're getting out there you've got some shortcuts but like how many kilometers do you cover with that gear when you're when you're out shooting an event Oh, that's a great question. And one that I actually get all the time, especially after, after big, big races. So 50, let's say, let's use a 50 K cause that seems to be pretty standard for, for coast mountain. Yeah. Um, uh, there was one day where I was curious cause I didn't know how far I would kind of either run, walk, drive. So I just tossed it on Strava. And, uh, I think for the last 50 K it was just hovering around 35 kilometers. Oh my um, gosh. That that's not fully just walking and running though. Like that is a probably a couple of kilometers of uh, driving in there, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of movement on the course. Uh, I'm trying to jump in front of um, the leaders sometimes. So I'm trying to find those mid pack people and back of pack. So I'm really trying to balance my time to, to get unique shots of everyone on course. Do you have sort of um, like, there must be a little bit of a pressure there to feel like you have to capture everyone's moment moment. Is, is that something you weigh weighs on you? Uh, absolutely. It's, it's definitely a pressure. Um, but it doesn't weigh on me as much anymore. Like mistakes happen. I realistically, if, if there's a race with 500 people, if I can get one photo of each person, I'm so happy, but I know it's not a reality. Um, if you can, if you can get two photos of someone and they, they post it on social media or they, they just have it just for the, to kind of remind them of this challenge that they've taken on and completed. That's all I want. Uh, so I don't know, I, I used to have a lot of pressure and resentment if I didn't get other shots, but I realized it's not, it's not possible all the time. That's, that's totally fair. We can't expect anyone uh, to be perfect. And I feel maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but I feel like trail running community is pretty accepting of life is not perfect and you get what you get sometimes. And, and that uh, can just be beautiful. <laughs> definitely. And they are the most accepting community, like run community out there. Like it's the camaraderie on the trails is second to none. And it's intoxicating. It really is. <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in love. I'm in love. Right. No. Um, and so, sorry, I had another part to the question too. You cover all those kilometers. How much weight are you then carrying? I know you, you've got all that gear. What, what's it weigh? Uh, I try, I try to go fast and light. So I'll keep a couple lenses on me. Uh, so that gives down, I'll keep a couple uh, camera bodies. I've never actually weighed my bag. Um, uh, but I think the most, amount of weight is either through uh carrying water and snacks because i'm out there all day as well so i'm there from the first runner taking off to the last runner coming in um so i definitely need to keep snacks on me 
Uh, weather is a big thing as well. So keeping a jacket, a puffy, um, extra socks if I if I drench my feet, um, just having everything on me so I'm prepared. It's like going for a multi-day or sorry, a single day hike if you're going out for 10, 12 hours. Um, so I would say the bag's probably 40 pounds-ish, but that's just an approximation. And it depends on the race as well. Fair enough. And I, I only just thought of this now. Do you ever use the aid stations to grab some stuff or do you have to like aid out of your car? Uh, I usually just aid out of my car. Um, okay. I, I like to think the, the aid stations are, are just for the runners and they can have all the miso soup that, that they want. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because yeah, I hear, I can't I hear re- miso is the popular fuck. Oh my gosh, especially last year. Jeez Louise. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I try to I try to keep all of myself pretty all of my stuff pretty self-contained. Um I'm, I think of myself as just kind of an individual in the course trying to capture someone else's moment and I don't need to use up those resources. <laughs> That's amazing. I, uh, you touched a bit on the food. Do you, what do you take out with you? Cause I know like running, you know, it's like, I, I try and take in 250 calories an hour. You're doing just as much work. Is there a goal? Do you just like stuff your pockets and eat when you can? Like, uh, it, it depends on the race. Uh, it depends what I'm feeling. I'll usually pack a couple sandwiches, an apple, a couple, couple of fruits and then mostly bars. Just, I'm not expending a lot of calories on the course because I'm not running, but it's just stuff to kind of keep me like quick, easy snacks is probably the best way to describe it. Gotcha. Yeah. Something you can kind of mow down while you're doing the little bits of driving. Easily crushable is probably the best way to put it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I can (laughs) appreciate that. Uh, Is there anything that you sort of have to deal with out there that we would never think of? Um, I think I don't, I don't know if there's anything that's like too crazy. I think weather is going to be the biggest kind of s- tough spot in any race. So just being prepared for re- weather, keeping my camera gear dry um, and working. If there's, I can't drop a lens while I'm out there because I won't have the tools to fix it. So just being very diligent with my gear uh, and also the other equipment I might use. Got you. I would imagine. Yeah. Like something again, like yeah. Squamish last year when it was just torrential, that must've been a, a huge <laughs> challenge. It, it was a massive challenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So how do you, so how do you come combat that then? Do you have something out there that you can dry stuff out with? Is it just like, keep it dry at all costs? Like, how do you do that? Yeah. So once it's wet, it's, it's wet. Um, it's, it's kind of like the cotton kills situation once once you're kind of wet and weighed down like there's no really coming back from that uh so let's use squamish 50 as an example um i was under an umbrella for the the 27 hours over two days um just to (laughs) stay as dry as possible i was head to toe in gore-tex and i had so many microfiber cloths on me just to to make sure if there was any smudges on the lens or if there's anything that seemed to be leaking it's just quickly mop up the wetness and and keep going so it was it was a challenge to keep everything working and and dry but it seemed to work out uh and if um it's probably a lot to think about in a in a in a moment here but going back and thinking about that first buck in hell and then all the way to the to the month like we were talking before we recorded here you guys did six events in a month and a half or whatever it is is there one moment from that entire time frame that kind of sticks out for you uh when you were shooting doesn't even have to be an ultra but just trail running at all is there a moment uh i so i would say squamish is probably one of the biggest moments uh in recent history uh just because it was an atmospheric river um there was non-stop rain with shooting in the dark trying to use external lights on trail it was it was a really unique experience but i think other than that 
Um, it might have been Bucking Hell that was that like aha moment where it was, this is amazing. I get to spend all day on the trails shooting people and trying to find unique shots, like trying to find that shot of Vancouver in the background while someone's kind of cresting uh, over this hill or I'm deep in this old growth forest and I'm, I'm catching someone ripping around a tree and they don't know I'm there. And there's just this, this very candid shot of just kind of like the raw emotion of the person running. And it could be any emotion. It could be joy. It could be just a suffer fest because I've caught them coming up a hill. I'm so sorry for anybody that I do that too. I don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say, I would say fucking hell, like the first year I shot, it was probably the most transformative because it made me realize like, this is, this is a cool community and I, I can do this as, as, a, as a, and a job. And I'm fortunate enough to do it as a job. That's nice to have that moment and feel uh, that much joy doing something. Absolutely. I can't speak for other runners, but I know having seen photos of myself with that raw emotion, I love when a photographer gets it. You you made a brief comment earlier. I ham it up for the cameras because I have to pretend I'm having a great time out there. So when you when you catch the real moments, I cherish those, and I'm sure others do too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ty, you shoot other things as well. You're a busy guy. I'd like people to know how they could reach out to you, how they could see more of your work. Just what are you doing? Tell us about you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I do shoot a lot of different things. So athletic portraiture and athletic events are, are probably my two favorite things to shoot. Uh, but I also do landscape photography, um, some animal photography. Uh, I, I don't like to put myself in, in a bucket. I'll shoot basically anything under the sun. Um, I don't know. It's just a passion of mine and I don't, I don't want to limit myself to, to one genre. Uh, but the easiest way to contact me is uh, probably through Instagram or uh, my website. So it's just Ty Holton photo at, or sorry, Ty Holton photo on Instagram. So T-Y-H-O-L-T-A-N-P-H-A-O-T-O -O uh, or through my website, tyholton.com. Um, yeah. Uh, just happy to connect with anybody who's looking for, for photos, prints, whatever. Fantastic. Uh, a huge thank you to Ty Holton for being my guest and giving us a glimpse into the life of an ultra photographer. I appreciate everyone out there listening and I hope you all join me next time for another episode of Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head.